0: to episode 56 of Inside Jogging Podcast, been a while since episode 55 I think, seems like yesterday but somehow our short break of a couple of weeks off turned into four months off, you can blame Cloudy for that. In a week that's seen a cheating scandal rock the world of fishing following cheating accusations in poker the other week and someone using anal beads to cheat at chess the week before that, let me welcome my co-host 217 marathon man who no doubt will have his own plan to cheat the system and run two hundred nine in Valencia. Welcome to the show, Josh Lunn. How are you? Wow, there are <laughs> there some excellent ones there. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. It's been a it's, it's been a long it's time. Obviously, flowed into it from, from anal beads to you. So <laughs> we'll catch up to you properly in a minute. But before we do that, let's um let's welcome our our latest co-host because as you probably may have. Well, you've not heard Clousey. He's not here. So let me welcome a man who boasts PBs of 14.20 for 5k on the road, 30.14 for 10k. Um, he just scraped a sub three at the marathon with a 2.59 in his one and only attempt. Welcome to the show, Shane Robinson. Anything the listeners need to know about you, Shane, before we start?
1: Well, like if I've passed my DBS check or anything like that? or Yeah, have you? Uh I'm waiting for the results for that one. We'll so. see. If Probably.
0: if if a listener, I might share a picture of this chat um <laughs> later. If the listeners could see a picture of Shane with his new Tash, um, you might be a bit concerned for him. He'll be failing the test. Absolutely.
1: No, right. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll come, we'll come back to you a bit more in a sec, Shane. Um, but I thought we would better clear up a few things we've not fallen out of Clousey. he's still a, a valued member of our our WhatsApp group I'm sure the listeners can force him out of retirement he said he's busy getting big doing some CrossFit put on 10kg in a couple of weeks he said he'll pop on the show for a segment or two in the coming months did that sound like a convincing thing that we're friends we are friends aren't we we are friends. It seems, it seems, uh, seems coincidental since they stopped coaching me He's quit running. Well, I think he's friends with me. I'm not sure about you. <laughs> he hates me.
1: I did bump into him over summer at a race and he, uh, he didn't seem very complimentary of you two.
0: <laughs> wow. Coming from him, who did no work, um, I'm glad to have a man who can put his finger out a bit. Um, right. Let's, let's see what you've been up to then for the last few months, Josh. Can you fill us in quickly? I can. Um, I can't believe it's four months, firstly. That's gone very, very quickly. Well, I I looked because I thought, oh, it's going to be two months. And it was yeah, yeah, June, like 4th of June or something. And I was like, oh, that's longer than I thought it was. Yeah, definitely. Um, The one thing I would say say before I say what I've been up to is I was actually pleasantly surprised how many people have sort of said, when's the podcast coming back? Because it, it's um like if I went I went into the park when they did it, and there's quite a few people or even go to races. It, so it's actually quite nice to hear. So yeah, thanks to all those people. Um what have I been up to? I've started studying for my accounting exams again, which is a good thing. Um again. Having... So you failed your first ones? No, no, no. I just I've got there's like 14 to do. So I did a few, had a three-year break, seems to bothered. Now I'm back on it, I passed an exam the other day. Um started running again it's probably the biggest one because i did a lot of cross training in the summer um my granddad died so the vibe of it i didn't mean to laugh that was not <laughs> very but the way you delivered that was unbelievable um that's about it really yeah not been up too much just work running yeah. so you but you you're back into full training you're looking at um, valencia I'm pretty confident. I'm, well, I'm definitely not doing Valencia now. So I'm not doing a marathon this year. Um, I'm going to try and do some 10Ks and some halves. So I'm up to, the last few weeks have been about 80 miles. So yeah, I mean, I'm running every day. Um, some days twice, just sort of shorter runs. Um, so yeah, I I wouldn't say I'm completely back to full, full training, but you anyway, were not far off. Yeah. I mean, that's the first, I'm glad that you're not doing Valencia because I thought that would be a bit, a bit soon and probably a waste of of a marathon but are you looking at Seville or, or London? I think London is probably um, more favoured yeah I spoke to Rob about it so the, yeah the plan is really just to get get back running fully running get some halves done and then um, you have a decent build up and I think London probably works quite well
1: cool uh, we've got plenty of time to pick up an injury and we <laughs> yeah <enough time. laughs> exactly that <laughs> Right,
0: right have I know I know you've not read the show notes so I'll ask myself what I've been up to um so I what have you been fit, up to Aaron well I got fit so when we stopped recording I was back to I think like 90 mile weeks and did quite a few of those and was about to race a 3k in Loughborough which I think Shane did and the week end before that I got Ill? some sort of stomach bug. Yeah, ill. And that that basically then repeated. I had tonsillitis about four times in a row. So I thought I should probably see somebody about this. Went to the doctor. His first comment to me was, had I had anything strange or different in my mouth recently? Which was interesting. And by that, he, he actually did add some details to that and said, by that I mean any different male partners which the word <laughs> different was what I probably was most confused about um but anyway more I interesting what was the answer yeah <laughs> I haven't had any different male partners recently just the same ones and yeah so I couldn't run for a while I then lost my cat and found it again that was a traumatic few days and where was it still, still behind so it escaped from the vets and um it actually stayed in the same area we found it to so it escaped on saturday morning and we found it on the monday evening because we camped out behind the vets and it it came to us about half 10 at night so that was a fun fun few days i bought a ring cam to find him as well so i've got that outside now so i can track him um if I, if I had a can i lost it i'd be absolutely ecstatic because you're a horrible person <laughs> and yeah then i saw john rogers who is a sports doctor who specialised in non-covid who basically said i have a lot of symptoms of long covid but it's probably my immune system so basically take vitamin d take probiotics in liquid form eat better sleep better all the stuff you should know to do and it's worked i haven't been ill for four weeks so um since last tuesday randomly last tuesday on a run i just felt better again i didn't want to quit running after 20 minutes so i've had two weeks of i think well, well come to it in a second but yeah back to running so hopefully we can do this podcast now and actually talk about running which we couldn't have done for the last few months um so yeah, should we should we kick off? Why don't we kick off with Shane? You, why don't you talk through your run a week because you've not talked to us much yet? So we'll go into you.
1: I'm just keeping quiet under, under your orders. Uh, yeah, should...
0: no. So bring up Strava Monday to Sunday, well, October I'm, the
1: third. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up Garmin because I don't really organise my Strava. So uh, have to do do that, it, Monday to Sunday. So I've actually had. Uh, I've just finished an 81 ish mile week, so that's pretty good for me. Um, what I'll do Monday 10 miles. Nice, and can board. I just
0: just start by saying he's already better than Clarity? He knows when Monday is, but yeah, <laughs> carrot, So 10 miles,
1: <laughs> 10 miles on Monday, 719 pace. What you're going to find is I love running slow, really slow. So, Same, uh, like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, <laughs> these are going to be figures you've not heard of. <laughs> what are the Tuesday I can't actually remember I think another easy oh no I did oh, I went to the gym actually did the gym session with uh, Ron on Tuesday and then I did another 10 mile run in a similar pace they do get a bit boring what, what are you doing yeah. in the gym can you tell us what you're doing in the gym I'm, I'm just getting big Um if I'm to replace Clousy I've got to try and be as as close to him as possible I just don't quite have his charismatic flair Jim <laughs> uh, but... just
0: what? No, I was just saying I was listening to um, Cam Levens today, who said the biggest change in his training was his his gym routine. So interested to see what people are doing.
1: Well, that is the biggest change in my training because I've now added one in. So <laughs> hopefully it'll stop me getting a stitch in races. So I uh, yeah, just I just keep it simple. I just do a uh, like a a hip hinge and good morning, a squat variation, and then I just try and. Get my arms big because you know I go to gym gym and on the on a council estate, so you got to defend yourself. Uh, what I also did, yeah, so the gym Wednesday we did a session, so I did um the 15 by K threshold around uh a, a, a knob loop in in Skellingthorpe. Aaron's very familiar with Skellingthorpe, and according yeah. to the doctor, also knobs, so you know. Well done. <clears throat> Uh, so, yeah, that wasn't bad, actually, because I, I I lose fitness when I come off a break uh, a lot. I really, really digress. So I've managed to uh, try and work on my threshold. Last week, I struggled at four minutes at, you know, uh, threshold still. So far. I'd drop it down to a K, do a bit more and get some volume in. Felt all right for about 10 and started to tire a little bit, as expected, um, um, but not bad. What sort of pace is that, Shane? We, we, we were doing about... Three twelves for K's. What's that in mileage? Like five oh five? Um no, it's lot slower. Five ten. Five ten. There you go. So yeah, it was not bad, but we we did this session back in January and it was um it was significantly slower this time round, but as expected. So yeah, not so bad. I just looked on your Strava So they look they if they're
0: coming out over a K. So if you've got a measured loop then in Skelly.
1: Nah, close enough.
0: So you were you were actually running quicker than that. I mean, your your strava says between five and five oh five pace. So
1: it maybe, but I'm I'm always skeptical of, of loops when you do so many. It also said I did like 10.3 miles for the session and I wasn't doing much moving in the recoveries, so uh, you've got to take it. <laughs> All right. Ian. I'm in better shape than, than what I was. Yeah. Um so yeah, I was quite happy with that. Um I, I start getting good when I add in volume. So I try and go go that way. Um I did also do a run in the morning with a client. Um so I like to log these. So I got uh 48 minutes at nine-minute pace. We like uh so I also uh took the dog for that as well, tire him out. And was oh, the dog tired from that? Should time him out a little bit, yeah. Oh well, yeah, because he would have done way more when he's barks and he's acts like a bit of a mob. So, Get so filthy.
0: You're, you did a run for client because you run a coaching
1: business, right? I yeah. So I well I uh, my business is sports therapy and coaching. Yeah, so I do run coaching. So I'm probably the best coach here. Then am I right now or easily? <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so I just a one-to-one-one running session. We did some hills with him, um, but yeah, I log it because at the end of the day, my heart rate's moving, and well, it boosts it boosts me up the balls, doesn't it? So that's what it's about. Not the average uh, pace one. <laughs> not the average pace. No, but, but duration. I'll be high on duration, low on mileage, and way down on average pace. I'll never be competing for that. Um, you know, as a three-hour marathon runner, we need to we need to dial it back a little bit. Uh what I do on Thursday did an hour, just under eight miles. Friday. Or did uh Friday just did a 75-minute run. We were gonna go out and do some hills, but it was a, it was a bit wet and cold and couldn't really be bothered. And my foot's been hurting a little bit. So just in case it was a stress fracture, I thought I'll not do some hills. Uh coming into Saturday, we were meant to do the Six stage relays, but our strongest runner, Mr. Jordan Skelly, um, struggled at the marathon, London marathon, a week before, and he was going to actually run as well. Uh, and I think he was going to try and take on Phil Sesman for who got the quickest of the combination of uh, relays, marathon, and then national relays. So I uh, took the opportunity to not go and race busy days. So I did a long run with two blocks of uh, sort of slower tempo in that as well. So that was that was pretty good. Um, another fun fact about me I'm normally way worse at the start of a long run than I am at the end so by the end of that run I actually felt pretty good um, yeah because the... you did
0: t- two blocks of four mile two blocks um, of four mile yeah and your first block was at 5.38 pace which evolved 110 feet of downhill your last block which is dead flat along the river was 5.30 pace so 8 Ooh. seconds
1: we had a, we had on the first block as well. We had a, a lovely tail tailwind, so that really was an Aaron Scott special uh, downhill backwind. And then when we got onto that flat path, uh, it was proper windy. But I was quite happy; it, was, uh, it went better than I thought. And I was using that second block as a bit of a um, just a bit of a test to see where my thresholds are at. Um, normally, when yes. I can run,
0: I suppose for the listeners, you. You live in, in Lincoln and you live top end of Lincoln. So mm. often that involves running downhill, doesn't it? Down to the river. So yeah, that's yeah. why it's downhill.
1: Yeah, and then and then the flat bit is down what like an old water railway. So it's it's pretty good. Traffic free, good for sessions, good for tempos. Um, but we also live in Lincoln, which means we also get wind everywhere. It's the windiest city in the world. It is Chicago's world. not having it. No, chicago got nothing on the winds of Lincoln. Um, so yeah, I was, I was pretty happy with that. I went well. Um, I think I've I've been back after my break for about six weeks now. So now things normally start to clear. Can I start to filter? Just need to keep consistency, really. Uh consistency in there. Um, so that did leave me off 75 miles. So I was very tempted to not run today because I thought that was probably enough. Um, and we ended up going on an impromptu night out last night uh, and there was an abba tribute band on and it was quality so i fit in really well with this mustache uh so yeah we got, had a good crap but now i've just got myself out uh just this evening for a 40 minute run and uh what pace was that oh yeah 732 that's what we like so, so was that an
0: was that an over over forties night out then was it
1: Thought, well, it was a nice mix because it was it was at the engine shed, uh, which is a, a Lincoln venue that Aaron you're familiar with from your student days, aren't you, mate?
0: The listeners don't know this.
1: Let's they, move on. They, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron had some great nights in human pinball in, uh, in the engine shed, didn't you? Yeah, sort of. We used to have a game of uh, oh, dear. favorite game was let's throw Aaron. That was good. Oh, Another fun fact. So I I was one of Aaron's uh I was a co-best man. Co-best men for Aaron's wedding and um we basically made him organize his own stag thing. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think people have heard about the organization of Lincoln on this podcast so
1: yeah, it has changed in the we 10 have plus years. We have notorious uh organizational skills that people just wish they could wish they could have, I think.
0: Yeah. So anyway, away.
1: What are you aiming for, Shane? What am I aiming for? I don't know yet. I originally wanted to do Leeds I Abbey mean Dash, but um, I sort of had a longer break than expected, and then I just taken too long afterwards. So, next race I probably will do uh maybe Lincoln 10k, just because it's a local one, and I'll I'll think about trying to go into Telford. Uh, I need to try and get under 30 minutes for 10k. So. When's Lincoln? Lincoln's the 30th of October.
0: Okay. So, Can I ask through. a question that I know the answer to? Yeah. 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 Am I the only person who's run sub 30 in this? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. No. All right, nice. You are. I've, I've done it around 29.30 during lockdown. <laughs> <Yeah>. Less downhill <laughs> than Telford as well. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> are you any any longer distance races on the cards for the for next year?
1: I, I really want to do a half marathon. Um, Talking marathons, mate. Marathons, that's... Yeah. I mean, I I probably should see if I can get myself under three again, you know, just to <laughs> just to, to solidify my, my place in the running world as a sub-three-hour marathon runner. Um, I, I would like to do one, and every year I, I keep saying I'm going to do something like Seville because um, another fun fact about me, I'm just good in February. It's just a thing. I don't
0: know why, and it, it is actually very true. <laughs> um,
1: I don't know yeah. how. Th- this year, I did I did make it to March in great shape, um, for Cardiff Half Marathon, ready to run really fast, and I managed ten k and I'd stop, so that went well. So I'm going to stick to my guns and uh, just stay stay racing in February. But yeah, if I'm honest. Um, I'm not really interested in marathon at the moment, just because it means I have to do a bit more running, and I'm not. A huge fan of morning runs and double daying and uh I'm not not a great so, guy. He's he's not a fan of running, which is why we got him on this podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, not anyway more running. No, it's I'm good, solid, solid week. I mean, that's the most I think it's the most mileage out of all three of us this week. So get in. Got off to a good start. Um Josh, cook <laughs> of your week. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so just a bit of context. I, I'm i just thinking when you can look back the l- last week, you know, on, if you look on your phone, so I think that's 12 weeks, 12 weeks ago, I was doing 17 miles. Oh, sorry, 11 weeks ago, I there's 15 miles. So, um, certainly still building back. Um. So Monday, Monday morning, uh, I had four mile recovery. Uh, we just did seven minute mile in. Uh, I was in London actually on Monday. So I've been, I started to go to the office a little bit more. So it's in Croydon. Um, so yeah, if I if I get the train in the morning, I'd run at lunch and then probably in the evening. Um and if I run if I get the train the night before, I'll just run in the morning and then probably at lunchtime. Um where are, so, where are you staying if you hotel. get the train the night before? Hotel at the minute, which is quite expensive when you add it up. Um so if can you anyone... do, can you do a cloudy review for the hotel for me, just for old time's sake. <laughs> yeah, go on then. So I do you know what it amazes me how expensive some like reasonably shit hotels are so normally you pay about 100 pound a night for like a travel lodge uh, travel lodge is generally cheaper than the premier inn um but they're so basic there's an actually an easy hotel so you know like easy jet mm. and it is literally like staying in a prison there's there's no furniture other than the bed in the, the room i stayed in there once and never again the then you basically got a toilet and a shower and nothing else like absolutely nothing i think you may have a towel so yeah i wouldn't recommend Good um, you. yeah <laughs> so monday evening i did uh ba- literally the same uh same loop uh a little bit quicker six first foot seven. were you about to ask the listeners if they, you could stay at their houses <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows anyone near bushy or richmond that has a room temporary temporarily available let me know because i'm moving i'm moving soon but it's actually a mission to find somewhere to live in london at the moment so yeah there we go little advert out um tuesday morning i did three mile shakeout 659s just went around the park and in my house um and then in the evening i had a session i did three by two miles um and i did that around heath which i i don't know you probably don't know but it's downhill one side uphill the other um so it's not like the quickest loop by any means and I was warming, just finished warming up, doing some drills. I turn around and there's like a dark alley. And Steve Vernon popped out of it. I was like, what on earth are you doing there? Which is quite funny. So I think he had some Isn't meetings, it, but good to see him. gonna say, did he explain? Yeah, he did explain. He just come, he he knew that people trained there, so he was uh just seeing if Jesse was there, have a little chat. and um, yeah, it was from bizarre. Um it's quite funny. So um First two miles 955, then 959, and I went a little bit too hard on the downhill on that second rep and I gave myself a stitch because uh, I heard this a few times. If we go too hard on downhills, it just sort of gives me a stitch. Um so the last rare was at like 1017, and I couldn't really get going. It was I was probably running like 90 percent. Um so I've got my first question of the podcast back. Go so on. The other week you ran park run 15 20 25. 25. Yeah, which is what five minute mile, uh, just a bit quicker. 458s, 457s, okay, yeah. Four fifty eight, Okay, so four fifty eight. Yep. Yeah. So that's your fi- that's your five k pace right now. You've done the first rep at four fifty eight. The second rep at four fifty nine. So you've done the first two by two mile at five k pace. Yeah. Is that is that not the reason why you died? It de- it was definitely downhill because I did the same set the other day. I think <laughs> when I did the park run the other day. um the aim was basically to try and run as fast as I can, and Rob sort of said, "Like if I if I slow, I slow." Um, so yeah. I went out a lot quicker there, and I definitely did die because um, my first mile was like four fifty, maybe just slightly quicker. Um, so yeah, don't get me wrong, like I'm they're pretty hard, um, but this was it definitely felt more so like I went too hard down the downhill because my legs actually felt like okay, they weren't amazing, but they certainly
1: weren't sort of really really fatigued. Um, right. So yeah, so- three mile so- up, three mile down. So I've got a question then. So just try and get ahead of ahead of Josh Lund. So you want to do ten ks again, half marathons? Yeah. So when's your next race, or what you're looking at doing?
0: Haven't actually got anything specifically planned for them, and I sent Rob a list the other day, so oh, I asked
1: him to pick. So just to try and understand your logic here, why why are you doing three by two miles while odd? I just do what I'm set.
0: What were you that, set? That was the specific uh, two by three by two miles at 4:55 to five minutes oh he said 455 to five did he yeah okay
1: so what's that <laughs> what's that in relation to as in like
0: my 455 is my mile. half mile from pb all right cool that's so yeah, well, that that's the end um cool. so that was off two minute recovery uh so yeah that was friday uh sorry tuesday evening then wednesday morning i just did eight mile recovery at 650 uh 648s that's right um, yeah well first mile was pretty exciting was like 720
1: that's what we're talking about yeah <laughs> um
0: so then thursday morning just another shakeout just three miles same same little loop i did the other day um so 659s and then um i ended up uh we had a bit of a deadline at work so i ended up working a little bit late and then i started watching kona and then it was kind of stupid because it's so long it was just never ending and i was i actually kind of want to carry on watching it and um, so that was the Man, if people aren't aware so I just went to the gym jumped on the treadmill um and carried on watching it on my phone so I had uh 10 by 3 minutes so I did three miles up two miles down basically just did two miles down because I wanted to get home I couldn't be bothered I would have done three otherwise what um, did you do three minutes at uh it was like 305 pace I can't remember exactly it's, I think it's 12.4 miles an hour I don't know what that is I'm doing kilometers an hour mate um, oh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, basically, I wanted to do 305s because I thought for, I wanted to ideally do three minutes, but I was like, oh, I can't really be bothered, so I didn't know this. Like <laughs> so nine, 19. Um, your dad was running, or yeah, doing all the doing all the thing. Well, what happened to him? Ah, uh, he's had some problems with his nutrition. He uh, he keeps chundering, so he got to about. I think he got to like 12 miles in the run and just projectile vomited everywhere, and then he was like, oh, I'll just walk it in, and then realized actually 14 miles to walk is quite a long way. So he got to the furthest point of the course, and then uh, he was like, Actually, I think I'm just I need to get a lift back. Um, Shane to relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <he's,
1: laughs> 14 miles is a long way to walk, that is,
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, so he had a bit of a disaster, but on the way, um, on the way home in three weeks, he's doing the 70.3 in St. George, so hopefully a little bit short so he can keep his uh nutrition down so i actually waited up till i think i fell asleep at 2am and then he went and dropped out i was like this is, a, this, is a, this is a joke um so yeah so friday morning i uh sorry i was gonna run friday morning but i was just too tired so i went in the evening and did just over six miles six forties um then saturday morning i had a bit of a tempo. So. Rob calls his just 11 mile runs with like a block in the middle. Um, So I did three mile warm up. I did some drills and some strides, but he's told me off from this. Um, I'm delighted about this. Just showed me this earlier. And (laughs) Rob's put in his notes, no stopping in between. (laughs) (laughs) So I did three miles. So I went went to the loo, did some strides. And then I didn't change my chains or anything. I was just chatting. Um, And then the six miles at 5.20. So he sent me 5.25s, but... Uh, that was kind of uh, you know when you sort of settle into a pace kind of just carried on really um and then i stopped and i was chatting to james Fee for a little bit probably 15 minutes and then did two miles home um so yes ended up 11 miles at six minute mile in. and then this morning uh i watched the formula one so actually i ended up watching the iron man last night so i went to bed about 12 Then the formula one i woke up at 5 45 for a two-hour red flag which was disappointing um so i watched that than when I did my long run on my own. So I did 18 miles at 556s. That's my. How week. do those look? I'm still baffled because you've done a couple of these now. The other week you did 20 at like 545. So yeah. they feel. They I must love feel, it. Hard. They must feel hard. Do you know what? It, it, it's massively, massively dependent on what your other runs are. That's what I found. When I was doing these probably a year ago, if I went and did a sort of a quicker Sunday, I'd warm up for it and stuff like that. But now, because I do a lot of my other, my other easy runs are a little bit quicker. I, and I'm not exaggerating. I genuinely feel like I'm just, I, I don't really look at my watch. I thought I'll probably run about 6.20s today. I probably feel about there was there or thereabouts. Um, I just, yeah, I just got going for the right. You've got down to 5.40 at mile 15, which is like 40 seconds per mile off your 5k pace. <laughs> it's got to feel <laughs> uh, hard surely surely you're working and you're going, is, that is that is to be mm, it's not even a downhill mile no, yes yeah, it's it's, through the barrack yeah just yeah, after the yeah i mean no i it genuinely doesn't feel like i don't get me wrong it's probably it's not easy like, i'm not jogging but it's not yeah it's certainly not hard um no, I, it's, I it's, said, it's a pace i like running at i think that's probably I the, the i mean check, it doesn't like, feel steady so Shane will agree. I think I said earlier because you're doing less mileage you can sort of yeah, do definitely. some steadier runs in the base phase and yeah um, it's just when you come to
1: big mileage that yeah
0: yeah, no I agree. So um, do you have,
1: so, have like a session on Tuesday then? Yeah. So would you you ever find you are quite tired coming off the back of these longer <laughs> harder runs going into sessions? I did the other day but I definitely went I was definitely too quick the other day to be fair. This was three weeks ago
0: uh maybe sorry two weeks ago i did 20 at five forty fives, and i did feel tired of that but i know i ran probably a bit too quick um so yeah i mean i will say on tuesday really I've, I've not done a huge amount of them um last week was a little bit slower i was like 6 20 6 we um see. So, yeah, so, so on tuesday so, i got three three miles two miles one mile so so what was that for the week um I used my watch, and it's not counted the distance on the treadmill, so I think it's going to be about 80. It'll be about 80 or 82, something like that. Yeah, solid. So you've actually done more than Shane? Or just yeah. Shane do
1: more? I was about 81. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I'll let, let him have we'll it. We'll oh, yeah. If it's not, on, you know, we're, yeah. we're talking about <laughs> aren't we? So. Yeah.
0: All right, I'll run through my week quickly because um, there's less running. I did Monday morning. We went to centre parks on Monday and we're leaving at nine, which we actually did leave at nine, which is incredible. If you know anything about the women in my life, they're never on time. So um I jumped on the treadmill. I, I packed the car, I got up at half six, packed the car and then jumped on the treadmill. Forty five minutes. Um was able to do seven minute miling. I mean, I think my treadmill was a bit generous, but that did feel easy. Um, I was going to do more, but I ran out of time, basically. Uh, that was off the back of, I did 19 miles a day before, which is the longest run I've done in probably about three months. So pretty pleased that that was fine. I was going to run when I got to Centre parks, but didn't, which isn't surprising. So Tuesday morning, again, I intended to get up. I think because for the last almost year or year and a half, I've not done morning runs. I now can't do a morning run by just getting out the door. I have Mm. to have coffee, have a banana, sit and do nothing for an hour and then go out the door. I do that on all of mine. Yeah. but but... I find if you do the morning run, I feel so much better. Like My whole day is so much better. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, But I needed to get out early because I was running down to this lake because Centre Park, was at, well, I was at Longley, and it's in this massive bowl, as you can see, uh, this run in particular. So I ended up doing ten miles, which I did eight hundred and eighty feet of elevation in. So there, yeah, Um, basically, and and most of half of that is around a flat lake. So that elevation is in about five or six of those miles. So I wanted to do laps of the lake and do a progression run. Um, and I think I. I started it, got down to about five forty pace. Um, was going all right. And then it just got too busy. So I just jumped back onto the roads and just did a did a job for 10 miles. So that was Tuesday. Um we we had a a busy I went night swimming as well and got a bit too competitive on the rapids and woke up quite sore Wednesday. <laughs> so um how good are the rapids, by the way? I haven't they're been since park so while, but that's so good. Yeah, they're incredible, and we'd left the light. We went back to night swim because we were with Jenny's brother and wife and mum and dad. So we left the lights with her mum and dad and went for a night swim with just us lots. That was good. But I'd done a lot of hills as well on Tuesday and just woke up sore. So I was like, I'm not running today. So Thursday, I attempted the progression run again, and. I did sort of 45 minutes with the last 15 minutes at threshold-ish, which was about 5.25 pace, potentially. Um, so pretty pleased about that. Got got something done. Um, then what is this? Oh, that's my cool down. I did a long cool down. I did three-mile cool down for some reason um Thursday night Jenny's brother has an e-bike so we decided to have a race around the 0.8 mile loop I was on Jenny's dad's normal bike and it's got a hill in it so he absolutely destroyed me off the line because he gets up to 15 miles per hour quickly but then he's got such a heavy bike he couldn't go up the hill so I destroyed myself up this hill and I, I've honestly not been in such a state since I raced 1500s my lungs burnt for half an hour. I couldn't eat for half an hour. I was coughing for half an hour. It's because, I couldn't, because I hadn't adjusted the seat either. So I was standing up for the whole lap. So when we got back onto the flat and I wanted to sit down and sort of just get my head down and finish it off. I couldn't. So I was sort of standing to try and get power. And it's terrible. Anyway. Um, so I woke up Friday morning, pretty tired and you have to go, we're only there till Friday, and we have to go to, um, you have to go collect the car, don't you? If you two could refrain from sending messages to each other, it would be nice. Um, you have to go collect the car, so I just did that as a 3K jog, and then drove home, it's like four hours home, and I couldn't bother to go oh. back. So, Saturday morning, I joined Ruth for one of her marathons, she's doing Valencia, and I'd given her 21K progression, so she did 7K at 4.30s, 7K at 4.20s, 7K at 4:10s, which is about 10 seconds a k off a marathon pace. So 21K, pretty solid. Did a k jog, two by two k at marathon pace. K jog, one k half marathon pace. So we'd end up doing 20 and a half mile at around about seven minute miling. So if I, if anyone can follow what he's just done, then fair play because i I 21 21K progression. So. We just keep it there. That's fine. Plus two by two K, plus one K. There we go. Um, she enjoyed herself. That's the main thing. Um and then today I tried to find someone to run with, failed. So I also went out about half ten and did an hour at seven oh five, felt pretty comfortable. And then this evening jumped on the treadmill for five mile easy at 701s. So that's a sixty-two point eight mile week, um, and feeling all right. Decent. What one thing I was going to ask you: what's the what's the crack of your like? Who's coaching you at the minute? Me. Okay. I am doing my own thing. I think for a month or so, I'm just going to do basic session. I'm going to do Tuesday, VO two type session, Friday sub threshold. Sunday long run with roof. So it should be pretty easy-ish, but plenty of time on feet. So mm-hmm. I'll just do that for the next six weeks, try and get some base fitness and then crack on from there. So what, that's do the main think, thing I, what do you think? The you main thing I've that? lost. Uh try and run it fast 10K. No, is in will you go sort of you coach yourself or will you go with Nick or that's our sort of moment? Um yeah, I'd have a chat. Nick, I've chatted to Nick the whole period and just kept him in the loop and he's just happy with me, you know, doing my own thing while I'm not needing much much guidance. So yeah, I'll just carry on. I think I've got a pretty good idea of what gets me fit. I think where I struggle is when I'm in a specific block is just making sure I'm doing the right the yeah. right things to get me quicker rather than the things I want to do.
1: well have you ever had this like prolonged amount of time actually not running then no there's there's gonna you're gonna have done a lot of detraining so surely for the next couple of months all you really need to do is just run well yeah exactly
0: yeah Mm. so those sessions I mentioned aren't gonna be anything too fast I mean just like Tuesday 5 by 5 minutes at solid pace Friday 30-40 to minutes at a sub threshold type pace and then someday just help roof out basically and her marathon pace is about 6 30s so shouldn't really be too much strain hopefully for me even though the only difference is that some of those runs are two and a half hours so but i've done a couple of them and have been fine but yeah that's me um josh you said you're going to get this strap and leaderboard up do you want to see if there's anything interesting on there or do you want me to move on uh we do it quick
1: um
0: right so normally we're going to record on a monday so it actually gives people a bit more time if they're not in the uk as well or if they just run late um i'm the person who's leading that's a greek name and i'm not 100 sure he actually listens to us so we're going to go for second so with 115 miles for the week john Mc- uh keo i'm going to that's definitely pronounced that wrong. Um, and the leading woman is Rachel McGuinness with ninety-two miles. Solid. Well, what? What? Who was the leader? If you see, I mean, it's like Greek symbols. I, I don't even know how you. Oh, jo- John John McKeogh. Oh yeah yeah well that's the one we're going with because the one at the top I don't think I think he's just a let's join every group and, uh, and Mister Mister Brady. 12 full in 4th, 108 miles. Getting ready for Galencia. He was uh, leading last week. He did 119 last week. Uh, he's, how, was, how do I find his leader? Um, Inside jogging podcast on Strava. 961 members these days. Um, nice. Right. I was going to do a new segment, but we'll leave that for next week. We're going to do a session of the week and talk through a sort of session, staple session that we've all done and sort of comment on it so we'll leave leave that to next week but first one's going to be the progression run so you two always can get thinking of the amount of times you've done a progression run and the variances on that we'll go to list the questions because I put it out there earlier today after announcing we had a comeback and um had plenty come in so we'll we'll again come to those over the the coming weeks um sorry I'm drinking a beer while I'm recording and it's going to make me burp so that's why i'm trying to to not um first question alcohol free i hope it is it's erdinger it's good beer anyway um
1: shane i've actually left you the first one to read have you got it open right so this one goes out to you two uh so from ads sterling what's the best thing you've done with the spare time from not recording Josh, I'm keen to hear your um, thoughts on this.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go for, this is a, a, quite a boring one, but I would, I'm i I'm actually quite proud. I was back, getting back to doing my accounting exams. I'm quite proud of myself. Because I could have very, very easily played a lot of Call of Duty. Yeah, that is pretty sensible for you. Yeah. Proud of you. Is it a um, Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I did definitely play some as well. But Where's I got it? the exam done, that's the most important thing well done. a few listeners have commented actually that you are a bit of a changed man since we stopped recording last time that you've settled down <laughs> you've got sensible hair um
1: I've got a right, line not-
0: in the side of my head to be fair oh, well we'll stop there then <laughs> um the best thing I've done for spare time is I, I had a lot of people running on the marathon so I had 11 people run London in the end so Got them through those weeks and, um, yeah, probably finding the cat was a highlight. That would have been a tricky record on the Sunday if, um, I was meant to be out finding Nico. So, yeah, that was good. Um, I'll go for the next one. So, the next one comes in from Craig, the runner. Top lactate threshold sessions for marathon to do over the winter. Shane, got any?
1: No. Oh, I've got loads, absolutely loads, but you know, I won't won't go for those. Um so a um, machine is 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 great thinking over the winter as in not doing a winter marathon and going into a spring one.
0: I, yeah, I that's a good point, that.
1: actually. That that's how I well, that's how I'm going to answer it anyway. Um personally, I think if you're it depends on the type of run you're at, if you're someone whose strength isn't necessarily endurance, then um you probably don't need to do loads and loads of threshold work, or at least not make it too hard, because otherwise you'll you'll probably find you start to peak too soon. Um, so, I'm a, quite a big fan of the easy interval method, uh, which is class lock. So, any any of you two heard of that? Nah, nothing uh, easy. Easy. This is <laughs> that's not that's not in your uh, vocabulary. <laughs> no. Um, so something like to, just to maintain a bit of, um, bit of endurance, bit of aerobic work. So you could do like a K on K off. You do a K at like maybe a marathon pace and a K easy. And you'd maybe just do anywhere from 12 to 16 kilometers at that. Um, How easy easy is that? Have a K? Like, like, uh, like your easy running pace, your recovery running pace. So for Josh, quite hard, but for the rest of it, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it will be it be nice and slow and I think that's also going to depend on the type of runner you are because if you're a two and a half hour marathon runner um, that's quite easy but if you're say trying to break four hours for the marathon well your marathon pace will be close to your easy running pace so you might want to do those K's a bit quicker and think about maybe going closer to your half marathon pace um, that's what I'd recommend for now Cool. yeah
0: I think similar um keep it easier than threshold i like you know for somebody maybe who's who's more in the realms of i don't know sub 245 for, for a man for the marathon or or sub 3ish 310 ish for for a woman um some sub threshold blocks you know six to ten miles um at sub threshold so maybe 10 to 15 seconds per mile slower than threshold something so probably a, a tad slower than marathon pace maybe or or goal marathon pace um i think i did them last year quite religiously before i did a did a half in the winter and i was running them at i starting out about 5 30 going down to about 5 20 15 which i then ran the mar around the half marathon about 5 15 so so yeah, I'm a fan of those too. I'm um, I'm going to say something different because if you're not doing a marathon and you're in the winter and you want to do a fresh out, I would I, sh- I would recommend racing a 10k. So I would just do something a bit shorter. Um, so I would say something like 10 by a k, but yeah, probably quick. Pr- well, certainly quicker than your marathon pace. So try and get down to 10k pace. Okay, so doing threshold your k's for 10 of them yeah yeah i think yeah i think a lot of people then go a bit too hard so i would probably keep them on the threshold side of it i think people kick is uh, oh, what, what you can hold for an hour not what you can race a 10k in so oh fair uh, enough.
1: um well this is the other thing about threshold because some people think it's your hour threshold. Some you read some stuff and it's your marathon pace, your two hour threshold. So it does get quite confusing, but I'm I'm with her and I normally define it as your your one hour pace or effort. Yeah. Cool. All right.
0: Josh, you can read the last question. Um someone's Siri trying to read it for them. Oh, that was my <laughs> oh. Um was
1: your dog so is, was that your dog? <laughs> no coppers coppers learned to talk that wouldn't if it was him uh, you'd all be putting me on mute mate <laughs> <laughs> so this has come uh, from running with Jasper there's a
0: lot of uh, both of these questions or two of these questions that come from people that run well or in their name I'm assuming everybody runs <laughs> the lessons but anyway. no. um, <laughs> so do you think Kip Triga would have got run faster in Berlin if he went out slower in the first half Josh, sure can you answer, answer this, this yes I do. I, but you, you agree with that tactic? I rate there. it. I rate, I absolutely rate it. Why because, do you rate it? Because I, he, I would imagine he wanted to break two hours. Yeah. I reckon. So, he yeah, didn't, he didn't. Do it. Dice, yeah, he didn't. But I'm sure he still got his, appri- his appearance fee and his prize money and he still broke the world record. Yeah, but what if he went out more sensible and then he had more of a chance to do it? A bit like we're going to come to with um, Chepping-a-ditch, that's her name. chepping and ditch Chepping-a-ditch. chepping Um P- Personally, I find, I don't know, I don't know if it's been uh, like psychological. I personally would rather a little bit of time in the bank than think, oh, what? I've got to make up a bit of time. But why? When's it worked?
1: No, no, it- no. It's just, I, I don't know. I
0: don't know. It might not might not work for me, but it works when I broke three.
1: I um, I had half an hour in the bank, so <laughs> I'm with Josh on this one. <laughs> to to yeah. be fair, when
0: I, when I ran my half marathon, I know it's obviously a marathon, but when I ran my half PB, I was on the absolute limit from three miles. And sometimes, yeah, you'll blow up, you'll you're, absolutely, but that time that you won't run really quick. So, yeah, yeah I, sometimes you got to roll the dice, I think. Not all the time, but... Yeah, but surely that's for hidden reason still. Like, if he's got that goal of two hours... Yeah. Why would you not run 60 flat? I mean, he was only 10 seconds up, wasn't he? I don't know. Yeah, but I, I actually don't know the split. But I, yeah, uh, it I was think any, I'm more ref- I'm up, referring like. to the one we're about to come to in a second. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I agree that, with that's you. brave. Yeah. That is brave, I know. We'll, we'll use this as a segue to move on to the news then and talk about Chicago first. And let's go to the women's. So, Ruth Schepingetic took the win in 214 18, just outside, what was it 15 seconds outside of Costguy's record? Yeah, it's about that. Yeah. Or two, is she 214 04? Um, yeah. That's not the whole story of the race, though, because she went through 10K with Pat Tiernan, who was he in fourth place at the Olympics until the last lap with the 10k? Um, so that yeah. shows you his, his status. Um, so she went through 10k, in 30:40, 10 miles in 49:49 and half in 65:44. Before so, you continue, Aaron, yeah. imagine what he must've been thinking at 10k. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Madness. <clears throat> so she was on two 10 pace at that point. I think it works out at two ten to 11. Um, yeah, so same question. She could have surely have broken that world record if she'd have gone 66 high instead of 65 44. Yeah, I think obviously she's done it the absolute extreme. But I think that's that's an extreme regret. I mean, Shane is the king of regression runs, and that that is a regression run in its purest form.
1: That is I've I've got a lot of respect for that. She's done really well there. Uh, but
0: even if you think about it, she's still on 2.14. She has held on very well off that pace. Is I don't wrong, she's still slow, but that is still a ridiculous second half.
1: But she still mm-hmm. ran her second half, like at the pace that the sec- that the chasing group, well, the other women actually paced ran at, didn't she? Yeah. Did she? she must have, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Yeah. because they
0: ran, was yeah. it, 6.5.44 six, then? 69, yeah, 30-ish, isn't it? Something like that. Um I think she still ran faster than I ran at London for my second half. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I don't know. I just think she could have
1: oh, I am massively I do massively agree. There's there's no um, doubt about it, is there? That she would have she would have gone well under 214, surely.
0: And I think the other thing is. People don't, it must be the shoes. People don't blow up as much as they used to. So you are potentially right, Josh, that you can go a bit more ballsy than you used to be able to do. Um, Because we've seen it for a couple of years now. People going out much. I mean, we're hopefully speaking to Ross Braden later this week. He went out at London, what, 15 seconds, 20 seconds outside of his half marathon PB, which he only just set. What a hero. And still held on pretty, you know, pretty well. Um, so so yeah, maybe maybe you are right, Josh. Maybe we all need to be a bit more ballsy in our first half of races. But um, other than other than Chep and Getic, Emily Sisson broke the American record in two eighteen, twenty-nine. I saw Johnny Miller paced her to 42k, I think, and pulled off with a about two hundred meters ago, ago. job yeah. behind. Not a bad pace-making job. Um and she negative split the race because I think she went through in 69 and a half, maybe. Um on the men's side, Benson Kitrutu. Did he run something last year? Did he run New York or something? He did, I seem to remember his name. Um he won in 204. Well. Okay. He, he won in 204 24. He broke clear. Yeah, he did race something because he broke. He ran something, he ran like a 14, 15, 35 to 40k in whatever race he did last. Um, but yeah, he broke clear at 35k to take the win. Um, and the other thing to mention is Connor Mance, it is Connor, isn't it? Yeah. 208 yeah. 16 for the second fastest American debut of all time. And for I'm all assuming Americans it's wrap the fastest. No, um, the guy last year, the, is it, was it? The, uh, of course, because Ruck debuted at the trials. Yeah, I, I will find out in a second. But it was somebody last year. I know that much. But yeah, um, any thoughts on four Americans under two ten? Yeah, very good. I think I saw saw a few things from uh, from Connor in the week saying he'd been doing all of his stuff at four fifty pace because he thought that was two oh eight but it was only because his coach had rounded it down it's actually like 453 so he thought he had a few seconds to play with That was quite funny yeah that's not bad i thought i'd find who this person was it was i want to say it's larry the Le- lang but it's not is it he's the NCA guy i don't know um no leonard career no, leonard uh, Korea, okay. Amsterdam. Yeah. right that's that one um European 50k, Josh. You saw the results coming because you sent them to me. Yes, I did. Uh, I mean, yeah, there we go. Um, so on the women's side, so Ali Lavender came second um, and she ran 3.21.26. And it was ridiculously um, hilly. It was a very hilly course. Yeah. And uh, Sally O'Gorman came fourth in 3.22.23. I know she started the last lap uh, with the girl who finished third can you imagine a sprint finish in a 50k i <laughs> be. i awful. was i was thinking about it the other day because obviously you get to a marathon you still got 8k to go five miles to go yeah and i was thinking at 19 mi- oh, sorry at 21 mile in a marathon five miles to go seems a long way so let alone getting to the marathon and having five miles to go not for me yeah agreed um no, I could just go through the rest of the women. So Rebecca Bunting was fifth, three twenty six. Uh, Chloe Richardson was fourteenth, and Elizabeth Ren- Renondua, yeah, yeah. Um, was twenty fourth. Uh, and in the men's race, Andy Davis, he's my hero. He, like does Do you he ever what? run badly? I saw the best nickname for Andy Davis: Welsh Kipchoge. <laughs> He just doesn't have a bad run ever. No, he doesn't. Um, he came third in 253.09 Um, and then we had Will Mike Croft in fourth, um, Alex Moon in sixth, Dan Nash seventh, Nigel Martin eighth, and uh, I saw this Ronnie Richmond down as Aaron Richmond, which actually, when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, that's, was in ninth. That's what yeah. Ronnie Wilson's name is too. <laughs> I'm not. That um, is. It's actually, is, yeah. I didn't realize that. There's a big run, <laughs> um, and both of those uh, were winning teams, which was good. So, yeah, so but pretty good wasn't report. that because uh, there wasn't many other entrants from other countries, more than? Um, I don't know, really. I mean, if you think that the men had six and nine, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, it was. I mean, they're very. I don't even wrong. They're very good results. But I think was there two Spanish ahead of ahead of Andy Davies. Yeah, I suppose, Andy. I think the guy who won dropped a three minute K in the middle. He said he is uh, a 210 guy. Yeah, but if there's two Spanish ahead of them. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. They yeah, must yeah, not yeah. fill out their team. Um, but anyway, not to be negative, which I always am. But um, Manchester, I'll, I'll run through Manchester half quickly. Molly Williams took the win 73 29. And on the men's side, I think it was Chris Jones 63 46. He won by about. Four minutes. So he seems to pop up with quality runs on his own every now and again, doesn't he? He goes back to orienteering and then.
1: And you said he was using tw- it as a
0: warm up race for orienteering championships. It's like he top popped up at night of ten thousands and runs twenty eight minute, ten k, <laughs> crazy. Um, road relay. Did you keep an eye on road relay yesterday, Shane?
1: Not really. No, I had a, I was, I had a good look at results earlier. um so what do we got on the yeah in the women's race, Tombridge uh took the win. Um Salford was second and older was third. Um is that a
0: surprise? When old, old usually
1: kind of win that, don't they? They they normally do, yeah. Um they won the men's, so maybe just taking it in turns, mate. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I've I've noticed over the Past year or so, Salford seemed to have climbed up a little bit. They seem to have quite a consistent women's team. Uh, I, mean, I
0: think Al Bolton's joined them, hasn't she?
1: Oh yeah, she has. Yeah. Um so yeah, on the men's team, uh won uh of Leeds A C in second. And uh was it Cambridge was third? Yeah, but yeah. It, was, it was close, wasn't it? It's
0: was like third yeah, second. I- I don't. I don't know. I heard someone. Uh, I saw someone yesterday, and um, with three hundred meters to go, Jack was still in second.
1: Yeah, and was it Graham Rush? I think ran like yeah. 17, 17 and just got absolutely hunted down because yeah. uh, he
0: because Leeds started. Leeds took the lead, um, and then obviously Jack. Yeah, Jack's legs phenomenal. I think as well. Certainly tonight, Phil Sesman, the week after London. He's gonna run a pretty decent leg there, which I mean how he's done that is beyond me. It's a fair place. Yeah, because Jack, Jack had the first Jack row had the fastest time, didn't he? In 1639. Yeah. 39. I was trying to look at some context because we usually well, we used to do the relays, didn't we? A fair bit. Um, and yeah, so I ran 1747 there. And that's kind of a was kind of like an average like a like a good like a the equivalent of i would say like a low 30 10k type result for 17 40 something 17 30 17 45 um and yeah those times some of those times you have to have someone run 16 36 you're running 17 low on that last leg you must feel like You've got that in the bag and then have somebody who's a 27-minute runner chase you down must be heartbreaking. Especially for someone like Graham who's been in the sport for so long. Mm. Um, But yeah, good day out. I I thought we'd quickly mention London, which was just over a week ago now. Um, Wainey i he must be British because they kept mentioning him as he won the British race. I don't know when he got national. I know he wasn't eligible the other year, so he must now be eligible. So interested to see if he does get picked now, because surely he'd have citizenship citizenship if he got got given the win. Um, and didn't he come over for like a steeplechase at the World Juniors one year and just stayed? Is that right? I think so. Yeah, and this and um, now yeah, like you say, runs for Chatsworth because he was he, he ran for Sunderland for ages up north. Because yeah. I remember the year I ran cross country at Sunderland, I think he was like second in the junior race. Anyway, um, so he's been here a while. He he ran 211.57 for a PB of 20 seconds. Um S- Phil Sessman, he went out hard, and he? he? went out at two and nine pace, probably chasing that world qualifying standard, which has been set ridiculously hard for the men at two. He ran two twelve ten. Um and I think the big the big mention is, is Ross Braden, who ran 2.14.32 um, for a two and a bit minute PB. And from where he was, we were with him on a training camp in 2019 and he hadn't broken 2.20 or even 2.22. So yeah, big progression from Ross. Um, and hopefully we're having a chat with him on, on Friday to see what he's been up to to make that progression. Um, on the women's side... Rose Harvey was first for at home in 2.27.59, one second inside the qualifying time. She'd been injured, have not she, Josh? Like for World Champs? Yeah, she was injured in earlier in the year. And I think she got COVID at World Champs. Yeah. Um, and behind her were Hannah Alderson, 2.35, and Anya Culling, who you've run with a few times in 2.36.21. Um, you look confused by that. Yeah, I feel like... What's the to 12 run? 236 high, I think. Uh, okay. That makes sense. She wasn't quicker than... And you was quicker. Um, yeah, so our hopes for a quick 45-minute show have failed, as usual. What's happening next week, Josh? Um, what's happening next week? I'm uh, in London for a couple of days... Um, I'm going to pace my uncle at the Great Eastern Run actually next weekend in Peterborough. I'm going for the big sub 90. So that'll be a nice easy. easy long run. Are you going to come see me? Uh, you can come see me. I'm not hanging around. Yeah. I'm basically doing that and I'm heading home. That's about it really. Yeah, not not a huge amount. A couple of sessions in there. Shane, anything fun in your
1: life? Um, no my life is uh extremely boring so that's why I decided to grow a mustache to be less boring so who knows if I'm feeling dangerous i might shut off I might change its style um maybe try a little pencil tash. it's looking pretty bushy at the moment so also, I might, just, might just keep it as it is you know keep it you know just don't don't mix a, a winning formula don't don't need to change it so other than that I'll have work uh, I've got a Few, quite a few athletes going into um, Yorkshire Marathon, so um, that's yeah, that's next weekend, isn't it? So yeah, yeah probably do a fair bit communicate with those, um, and touching people, and uh, yeah, that's it. What about you, Aaron? <laughs> yeah you know,
0: thanks, mate. I'm glad, but, you know, it's the first You've time that, in, in in ever that somebody's asked me. Um, I have got to go back to work. Um we launched a new website just before I went off so see if anybody if my team has done some work while I'm away which would be nice if they have um, so I've got to go to the office tomorrow which is not ideal but I'll get through it and then I think Jenny's away Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday so juggling, trying to run we we'll look after Eliza and stuff which will be fun and then might see Josh at the weekend. If not, I'll be pacing roof around for another 20-odd mile session. But just trying to get some normality back into my life, I think, next week, get back into routine. I mean, that's key, isn't it? Just if you can get into routine, then you can tick off miles quite easily. Um, Yes, definitely. I think I've actually forgotten the two main things I've got to do next week. So Wednesday, I am speaking to Carl Wellborn who's looking to run sub 220 at Valencia marathons we're going to do an eight-week series which we're going to put out on a friday with carl so this show will go out on a monday usually and then carl's will go out on a friday so a bit of bonus content and i'm interviewing ross braden on friday which we will probably tag on to next monday's show um so yeah busy back into podcasting coaching work and trying to raise a feral child. (laughs) Have you cleaned the wall yet? Uh, No, it doesn't come off. (laughs) (laughs) She has also decided that she doesn't want to nap anymore in the day, which is going to not be fun. You are looking Um, tired. She also, right, one thing I tell all upcoming parents, maybe don't let your child watch Cobra Kai with you. (laughs) She goes round Cobra Kai is the Karate Kid spin off, by the way, Josh. She looks right. I was going to say, absolutely neither. She goes round now going kick, daddy, kick, daddy, or chop, chop. So she's going to go to nursery next week and start chopping kids left around and center. So maybe, maybe don't do that with your children. Um, but other than that, I'll save my parents and tips for another week. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, on that note, I'll speak to you boys again next week. And any feedback from listeners is welcome um but yeah i'll chat to you boys next week all right yeah. boys